It's Friday, January 27th, 2012, and welcome to DoD This Week, a weekly podcast that covers news from inside the DoD and around the world. Tuesday night, Barack Obama opened the 2012 State of the Union Address with an appeal to Congress and to the American people. Follow the example set by the military. Most of al-Qaeda's top lieutenants have been defeated. The Taliban's momentum has been broken, and some troops in Afghanistan have begun to come home. These achievements are a testament to the courage, selflessness, and teamwork of America's armed forces. At a time when too many of our institutions have let us down, they exceed all expectations. They're not consumed with personal ambition. They don't obsess over their differences. They focus on the mission at hand. They work together. Imagine what we could accomplish if we followed their example. Think about the America within our reach, a country that leads the world in educating its people, an America that attracts a new generation of high-tech manufacturing and high-paying jobs, a future where we're in control of our own energy and our security and prosperity aren't so tied to unstable parts of the world, an economy built to last where hard work pays off and responsibility is rewarded. We can do this. I know we can because we've done it before. At the end of World War II, when another generation of heroes returned home from combat, they built the strongest economy and middle class the world has ever known. My grandfather, a veteran of Patton's Army, got the chance to go to college on the GI Bill. My grandmother, who worked on a bomber assembly line, was part of a workforce that turned out the best products on Earth. The president called for more cooperation on a number of issues, from tax policy and the budget to job creation and energy independence. He noted that the Navy is leading the way in green energy investment. I'm directing my administration to allow the development of clean energy on enough public land to power three million homes. And I'm proud to announce that the Department of Defense, working with us, the world's largest consumer of energy, will make one of the largest commitments to clean energy in history, with the Navy purchasing enough capacity to power a quarter of a million homes a year. For more from the State of the Union Address, visit defense.gov or whitehouse.gov. Tuesday night, while the President delivered the State of the Union Address in Washington, something much more dramatic was happening halfway around the world. In Somalia, Special Operations Forces rescued an American woman and a Danish man who had been held hostage there for three months. Both hostages are now safe, and there were no American casualties in the operation. President Barack Obama released a statement saying the United States will not tolerate this kind of abduction. He continued by saying that America will spare no effort in securing the safety of American citizens and bringing the captors to justice. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta said the successful rescue is a testament to the superb skill and courage of American service members. 
The rescue required close coordination between the Defense Department and the FBI. Jessica Buchanan and Paul Thisted, the rescued captives, were working in Somalia near the Ethiopian border with the Danish demining group. The organization trains locals to defuse landmines and other ordnance in the wake of war. For more information about the rescue operation, visit defense.gov. Thursday afternoon, Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta and Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Martin Dempsey briefed the Pentagon Press Corps on the DOD's budget proposal for fiscal year 2013. The proposed budget, which requires approval from Congress, represents a significant change in the military. The Secretary said the budget cuts, which represent hundreds of billions of dollars, will come from the efforts to streamline the force and reduce overhead and personnel costs. Savings will not come through pay cuts. The most fundamental element in our strategy and in our decision-making process is our people. This budget recognizes that they, far more than any weapon system, far more than any technology, are the great strength of the United States military. Yet, in order to build the force needed to defend the country under existing budget constraints, the escalating growth in personnel costs must be confronted. This is an area of the budget that has grown by nearly 90 percent since 2001. The budget will contain a roadmap to try to address the costs of military pay, health care, and retirement in ways that we believe are fair, transparent, and consistent with our fundamental commitments to our people. General Dempsey told reporters that the budget proposal represents new strategy decisions. The new military, he said, will be leaner and better prepared to face future threats. At the same time, we put national security above parochial interests, exactly what the American people should expect from us. In the end, we prepared a budget that strikes an appropriate and necessary balance between succeeding in today's conflicts and preparing for tomorrow's. This balance accounts for real risks and real fiscal constraints. It represents responsible investment in our national security. For more information about the budget, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov. To see the full briefing by the secretary and the chairman, visit pentagonchannel.mil. For more information about the budget, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov. Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta visited sailors aboard the aircraft carrier USS Enterprise this week. The Enterprise is currently at sea in the Atlantic Ocean. Here's more from aboard the Enterprise. This is a great thrill for me to have the chance to be here, and I've got a great tour. Uh, I've gone up uh, and been able to uh, view every aspect of the ship, uh, but uh, the greatest thrill is to watch those takeoffs and landings. That's, uh, that's a thrill I'll never forget. Big E sailors were appreciative of the support that the Secretary of Defense expressed during his visit. It was a big deal having him come out here, and everyone was very thankful that he came out here, but for him to turn around and thank us and tell us how much he appreciated us, it was just a huge deal. I think it really made the crew uh, very happy. But none of this would be possible without you and without your dedication and without your service. And so today, most importantly, I'm again here to thank you. The Secretary re-enlisted 21 sailors, 
presented several awards, and gave away more than 200 personal coins during an all-hands call in the hangar bay. It was a great honor to be uh, re-enlisted by Secretary of Defense, and not too many people could say that they've been re-enlisted in that manner. So it was definitely an honor and an excitement. I definitely will remember this for the rest of my life. This was the Secretary's first visit to an aircraft carrier underway. Reporting from USS Enterprise, I'm Petty Officer Kristen Grover. You've been listening to DOD Live This Week for the week of January 27, 2012. For links to these stories and others, please visit dodlive.mil.